0: Everyone, today is Sunday, the eleventh of August, twenty nineteen. This is the gap episode four hundred and seventy nine. I'm Luke Laurie, Joe here, and it's the weekend, baby. It's deep into the weekend. It's we're yeah, in it the is, last um, half of that weekend. We're like
1: last quarter of that weekend. Oh, nearly missed a week. Nearly missed a week, but we got there. we got there. Yeah, it's it's lucky that we got so much shit to talk about. How's your uh, your Sunday morning go? Afternoon. It's afternoon now. I went to bed at 6 o'clock this morning, mm. and it is 1 o'clock. Uh, it's one forty-eight now. <laughs> right. I uh, mm.
0: I went to bed on Friday night mm. at about 5 o'clock in the morning. Yikers. Good effort. Strong effort. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those weekends. What are we doing? <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm know. I'm too old for this shit. I I went out drinking on um on Friday night mm. and then came back here mm. and
1: I think we were playing video games. Yeah, you potatoed up some fucking otherwise sick runs. You <clears throat> played some fucking we, Battlefield Five Firestorm. We, we played some somehow. Battlefield. <laughs> there <laughs> yeah. are
0: oceanic cues popping. So um. I I got home and Nate was sitting in like Discord by himself while other people were playing Battlefields. So I jumped in, and he's like, "You want to try Firestorm? So I said, "Yeah, we'll jump in. And have, give a crack. Punt. And it popped like <laughs> within ten seconds, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, this is how. This is what's going on now." <laughs> so we jumped in. Um, yeah, got a got in a couple fights, jumped into another game, and then I think um, we we you know there wasn't a lot of people in the server. There was maybe. Thirty, ish, 30 right? yeah, thirty to forty in both, okay. but at least it was, you know, it was still going. Um, and they've managed to fix like uh, um, they've been having a lot of performance issues. They put out a patch in like February or something, where it really screwed with the the way that game runs. Um, and uh, it looks like they're actually getting back to fixing that because my game is running pretty decent. Yeah, in um, Firestorm at least. Yeah, mine so, too. it yeah. running real good. And so, and then uh, <clears throat> you jumped in. This is about eight o'clock, eight thirty. Yeah. And we must have sat there for like ten minutes, and nothing fucking popped. <laughs> no, we had
1: we had one game yeah. pop. We had an Asian server sort of game pop, and yeah, it definitely seemed like I was some sort of fucking jinx. Like, but no, it was it was it must have been Europe or something because it was yeah, 240 yeah forty ping, a huge ping. Yeah, um, yeah, and it definitely seemed like I was some sort of jinx. And then, but like, we still got into it like after. A couple of re-queues later, um, mm. we got into a game. Got to play on an oceanic server, low low ping, And yeah. uh, you got Nate killed by throwing a fucking flame grenade at a fucking tank for some reason. I still can't work it out.
0: Oh no, it was an anti-tank grenade. Sure,
1: sure, sure it was. I'm sure it was, Luke. Yeah, I'm I sure had anti anti-tank grenade model. Yep, yep. <laughs> you didn't need to throw shit at a tank that nobody else could fucking kill, but...
0: Yep, I had uh, and, there was, and
1: there was a second tank, like fucking. 40, oh yeah, 40 around the corner. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, <laughs> it was
1: good. But you did start, yeah, you started a fight with the tank anyway, fucking. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we would have won if there wasn't a second tank. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nate died pretty quickly from that one, mm. but uh, it was cool. Yeah, the game runs really fucking well. Like, it feels honest to god runs better than
0: PUBG, I think. Uh-huh. yeah uh, and, absolutely uh, unless you're playing on one of the optimized maps the the latest t- Erangel 2 yeah. yeah Erangel yeah but uh, at the
1: same no Vergendi's definitely not optimized it's, it's probably where I get my worst frame drops but uh, yeah it's, it's crazy because Battlefield like Firestorm obviously looks a billion mm-hmm. times better
0: but yeah it runs way better as well like yeah it's running heaps better now compared to I think... Two or three months back... When I was playing it... It got to a point where it was really bad... Like the last six... Months that game has tanked so... So hard... In performance... Yeah...
1: Yeah... They're definitely on the upswing with that shit... Which is cool... It's rad...
0: Yeah... Like uh... It's... I mean the fact that we were getting that... Um... 250 millisecond game was popping... Like even that server was... Empty... Yeah... Like it wasn't full... Yeah... Um... Yeah, they need to uh, make a change with. They just got
1: to get people in. I would love to just allocate some time to get a bunch of people to just start fucking queuing for for Firestorm again. I think you would have to organise it though. You know, like you'd have to actively organise to get people to play uh, Firestorm because randomly queuing on Friday night worked out. Like fine enough, but But yeah, we, we queued for ages. Yeah, and it was a surprise that it worked, you know. It's mm. it's awesome that other people
0: were also randomly queuing on a Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to fix the matchmaking again. Same same as what's going on with PUBG, right? Is that yeah they need to really tee down that matchmaking issue. No, like it, it goes beyond that though. They have to like
1: market it they have to get the word out there that Firestorm is you know good working well and that kind of stuff they have to get people back into that game mm-hmm. cause they already, they pissed they, they like indie I, I've seen indie games that haven't shit the bed with their relaunch that hard like good lord No Man's Sky had a better fucking relaunch than Battlefield 5 did in January mm. with Firestorm and shit
0: yeah yeah uh speaking of which um there was uh it was we can talk about now rather than in the news section because I don't have it in there but uh apparently there's a story going around that Call of Duty Modern Warfare will be uh, have a battle royale mode and it'll be free to play yeah launching um early next uh, year
1: early next year yeah independent of Modern Warfare um yeah that's I've seen that story going around it I think you said it uh anyone gets credit for it you do uh literally <laughs> literally accosted them in a fucking interview telling them they had to fucking make it go uh it's free to play free to play otherwise it was just going to die so yeah uh no i'm sure i'm sure it was inevitably their plan uh but Nobody else told the devs to their fucking faces they had to do it, so... <laughs> yeah, so I'm taking that one. So, yeah, credit to Luke <laughs> on that one. Uh, yeah, they were going to release it. You would have to pay for that game until I came along. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you, you were gonna. To, it was going to be fucking 60 bucks, baby. Um, no, it's exactly what they need to do. I mean, I've spoken to countless people who've, who've like, just sort of spitballed how a follow-up to Blackout would work or be better. And it was. It is literally it has to be independent of the Call of Duty release cycle. Uh, it has to be free to play, and yeah, like mm. it has to be based on a better engine than whatever they're, they're currently working on. Though, than whatever Blackout was on, which was on the, you know, the, the old engine, reanimated corpse of Quake Two. <laughs> quake 3 yeah. quake 3 quake 3 yeah 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 like a fucking... quake
0: 3 sort of legs and like a like some sort of weird arm yeah that they've modified yeah
1: yeah and like this torso from like fucking <laughs> this year but like the fucking the other arm is from fucking 1999 or some shit and you're like mm. the fuck is this shit still working um, yeah. yeah but, but that, this new engine that's looks, what Modern um, Warfare is actually while I was speaking about Modern Warfare I did want to last week I a hit uh, on Killstreaks pretty hard but I was re-listening to our um, to our interviews and like just going through the rest of it I used obviously I generally when I transcribe and put up a story I will uh, just sort of listen to the relevant bits I'll just skip through yeah. I'm like oh yeah I remember they said this I'll just get to that bit. Went through the rest of the interview, uh, interviews. And yeah, I got to a part where, um, Jeff, Jeff something, Jeff Smith, like hyper generic name, uh, multiplayer design director, Jeff. Oh, the one that I
0: told needs to be free to play. Yes. Um, uh, battle royale mode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, He
1: gave us the scoop that I don't think anyone realized, like, noticed. But they're putting in an option to use the Modern Warfare 3-style specialist system Mm -hmm. uh, instead of killstreaks. So everything I was saying last week about how killstreaks literally uh, and directly fuck the Modern Warfare experience Mm -hmm. uh, can be mitigated by switching to uh the modern warfare 3 style specialist system where you just like rank up in game as you play uh I don't know if everyone remembers modern warfare 3 but it was a solid uh evolution of the kill streak system I still think score streaks are a better a better version but um yeah like it builds in the right way and doesn't directly punish you for playing the objective of the way the killstreaks do like at the end of the day the reality is killstreaks were a fine starting point a great starting point even uh but they can't be the end goal for call of duty because fundamentally they are bad bad game design so going back to them exclusively like you know I think I went on about this at length last week Uh, going back to them exclusively is a bad idea but yeah having the option to do the specialist system that makes a bit of sense it's not a bad idea Um, yeah so I just wanted to point that out Modern Warfare has
0: options I guess Mm. yeah there was also the perk that we were trying to figure out as well oh yeah where you um, didn't lose all your kills on death or whatever, but yeah, it wasn't really explained. <laughs> I don't think
1: it was working. I've rewatched my videos and I honest to god cannot work out how the fuck it was supposed to save my kill streaks cuz I got to like uh I think it was like 10 or 11 kill streak uh, kills a couple of times and it would be reset on death. So I, I just think it wasn't working flat out. Yeah. To be honest fair enough uh and because it wasn't working because we were more focused on playing the game when we would notice it was it had fucked up it was always a little bit removed from the actual fuck up itself yep yeah um yeah speaking of uh times I was correct about shit um Got sent a link to the uh, comments on the Doom review uh, for the Switch. And, uh, um, yeah, got sent a link to them. Uh, It was full of... Oh, thank God. Thank God IGN got someone else to do this review uh, this guy knows what he's talking about. Finally, they've got someone who understands, uh, you know, Doom or games. They didn't get that older viewer. Uh, this guy definitely knows what he's on about. The guy in question, Philip Muchin, the plagiarist reviews editor of, of IGN on like on Switch's Channel, IGN's Switch channel. Definitely didn't know what he was talking about, but whoever he copied it off might have known <laughs> what they were talking about. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. And the other thing where I was right and everyone else was fucking wrong, and I've copped a lot of shit, but nobody's ever come back to remind me, except for Lukey, um, that uh, yeah. uh, Hitman Doco uh, on the uh, No Clip documentary, No clip like Yeah, uh, so they went back. They, they did a, basically a big big thing on Hitman... and the future of Hitman... Um, now it's been rebooted... Uh, mm-hmm. and they started... by eating a bunch of crow... about how Hitman Absolution... was bad... and not Hitman... and... Yeah. I got a fuck... like a lot...
0: like they spent a huge chunk of that... huge chunk. like a 35 minute interview... Or, or video was like 15 minutes of it...
1: yeah... uh... Oh, blacklisted for saying literally what they said, what they came to the the same conclusions they came to years later. I got blacklisted and a fuck ton of hate mail. So that's cool, that's great. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a good, like it's a good doco. Uh, it's definitely worth watching. I love No Clip. Um, I think Daniel Dwyer is doing some really good stuff. Sometimes it feels a little bit too. Uh, forced some episodes, uh, like mm-hmm. a little, I don't know, like to. Hitman was like a really good one because he got them to talk about their their goofs, but um the sure. the one with the dudes who made the team that made um, Bastion, right? Um, Super Giant, yeah, that felt a little too you know hand gibbery... like yeah. yeah, cool. Oh, you've never made a mistake except my opinion they absolutely have uh they've goofed um with
0: what's that most recent transistor yeah transistor or the one before the one after that was the uh uh basketball soccer game uh, I talked uh, about on here that I can't remember yeah I didn't play that one but transistor I thought they they it didn't even come
1: close to bastion um yeah like but yeah
0: their latest game looks I haven't bought it I think you bought it right I think I have, yeah. I haven't played it. It's epic, epic games. Yeah. I keep
1: forgetting to actually load up my... (laughs) no, actually, I have played it, yeah. Hades. Hades. Hades, Hades. Hades. yeah. I'm just fucking... I think I might be still drunk, eh? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um,
0: Yeah, and I think uh, the one that's sort of... You know, talking about them circle-jerking each other uh, off... The Fallout 76... Stuff. Oh yeah, felt a bit. Um, you know, going back and watching that.
1: Yeah, Promotion, I mean, he had right? no, like, he had
0: no way of knowing that that game was going to be couldn't know crap.
1: And like, <laughs> but, I think the only reason he gets the the opportunities to chat to people hmm. the way he does is because there is a sort of very subtly tacit agreement that it is like generally promotional. It's obviously promoting something. Sure, uh, at the end of the day it's uh the sad fucking it's the nature of fucking all journalism in twenty nineteen yeah uh but yeah that one has i uh, aged like old milk they say uh it hasn't mm. gone well later on uh just not yeah like the no critical questions right
0: yes. Yeah. It's just like a big, like, fluff piece of, yeah. you know, patting everyone on the back. And that's why I kind of liked the uh, the Hitman one, is because they spend, you know, sixty seven percent of that actual documentary talking about the things that went wrong. Yeah. Not just during Absolution, but what happened with Square and yeah. Hitman 2015, 2016. 2016, um, yeah. And then, like, how that was didn't do well for them yeah <laughs> and then being sold by square and then having to sort of become independent again and like a lot of that is not like it's just looking at all the bad things that happened to them and talking about it and, and saying that you know here's the mistakes that we made and here's what we're trying to do better yeah um like there was there was glimpses glimpse of, of that in like the the god of war documentary that they did where they talked about all the the issues that had but like ninety-five percent of the God of War documentary was talking about all the positive stuff. Yeah. And so it's cool to see like the behind the scenes of people talking about when things don't go right. Yeah. And that's not often.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and there's literally there's no question that things are not going right. Mm. A lot of any like literally everyone who's ever worked anywhere knows that four out of five days in a week are solving some sort of crisis slash problem. Uh, so it doesn't make sense that every time we see some sort of deep dive in a video game, they're like, oh, it all just came together really well and everyone's fucking happy. Because yeah. we all know it's just literally not the fucking case. It's not possible, essentially. Like at the end of the day unless the fuck it, it's a it's a dev studio of fucking two people uh yeah like there's big triple A games there's too many fucking moving pieces for there not to be actual drama on a fucking minute to minute basis but hmm. yeah and we never ever ever get to fucking hear about that stuff so yeah the, the Hitman one went really well it, like from that perspective it was fucking rad
0: yeah, I haven't had a chance to check out the other two videos. I think Yeah, two, there's two more. It's like, a, like how do they design though. a level. And yeah. nice they look and really interesting. I'm definitely going to yeah. watch
1: them. Um, yeah, I haven't watched them yet. I uh, changed my home theater uh, setup. Right. Uh, so I no longer have a computer plugged into my television uh, I did, I have had that set up for a fucking literally a decade and a half, I would say, uh, has been how I've fucking basically operated my entire, like, movie catalogue and TV catalogue and stuff has been using a variety of, uh, like, a variant of XBMC or Plex or whatever, but yeah. Took it all down, set up a NAS. Took me fucking literally weeks to get to a point where I was even remotely happy with what it was, the fuck it was doing. Uh, and, like, it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. A lot harder than I thought it was going to be. But now it works fine. The only problem is I don't have fucking computer plugged in my television, so I have to use, like, the fucking YouTube app on my fucking mm. TV, which is the worst yeah every television app is just the worst version of any fucking app there is no question in my mind fucking Stan's TV app is a fucking nightmare I can understand why it exists in the way it does the YouTube app is better than Stan but you'd have to actively be trying to make something that was worse than Stan uh it's not that much better than Stan Yeah. Uh, the Netflix app I don't understand how how Netflix hasn't up updated how they do shit in the longest time. But what I get recommended on Netflix is dramatically different to what everyone else gets recommended. And I don't feel like I've pigeonholed myself as You know why? Why is that?
0: It's because when your account got hacked, someone else has gone through and watched all this bullshit, and That's you're what it like, is. "Yeah, you're like, what is it's, going on?" It's fucked me forever. <laughs> uh, um, there needs to be like a reset to default setting, like yeah, reset my my favorite movies, wipe everything. Um, Otherwise, you just keep getting all this, like, what was it, lesbian, lesbian,
1: yeah, <laughs> softcore <girl> porn, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, fucked. Anyway, uh. Yeah, uh, long story short had to watch it on YouTube on my TV app and it's just not the fucking best user experience not compared to what was literally mouse and keyboard on my old setup Uh, I had like a wireless mouse and keyboard that just sat on my fucking couch and I could just fucking search whatever the fuck search for sports documentaries slash whatever uh, on YouTube can't anymore. I have to use the fucking remote and go, hey, scroll across to the next letter. I'm like twenty six letters across. Some sort of fucking moron. Yeah. Anyway, good times. Good times. Uh, what games have you played this week, Luke? Because I've played one. It's called PUBG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I've I've played a chunk, a fair chunk of PUBG. I'm well well obsessed with it. Um yeah, way back into it. But um yeah. I don't know, I've been noticing a lot of hackers. Uh I've been noticing a lot of hackers who use like just ESP hacks and PUBG will tell you when someone who has been reported gets banned mm. now. And I've not been told that people are getting banned very much... and that's disheartening to me... because I... actively go back and watch the fucking replays... and you can see them... tracking... through fucking walls... I had one yesterday... where this dude was like literally... he was trying to peek me... through a fucking wall... unaware that I was behind another wall... at the time hiding in a corner... Hmm. Uh, so he was like... he like... walked... Walked into a village on Sandhawk... With like six different houses... Walked directly into the house that I was in... Walked up to the room... uh, Where he thought I was... And you can see... Like on the replay... You can see... Where I am... Relative to his perspective... And he strafes around the corner... And then leans... And he's aimed down sights... At where I am... Except I am... Behind a a second wall... And so then he on aims down sights... ...and walks into the room where I am... ...and fucking shoots me dead... ...uh... ...like... ...knew exactly where I was... ...all of his shots were headshots... ...but I couldn't... ...I didn't feel like... ...it, it didn't seem like he was aimbotting. Mm-hmm. ...uh... ...at the end there... ...it just seemed like he knew exactly where I was... ...and where to, to fucking aim... ...to aim, yeah... ...um... Yeah, like, it didn't necessarily, like, they were, it was, like, a bunch of consecutive headshots, uh, which is sus, but, like, not sus enough to definitely call out a hacker, but literally ADSing around a corner and trying to peek me uh, when I was behind another fucking wall, that's literally straight up fucking hacking. And I've seen it. I saw it like two games later. I was playing a bunch of games where I was just sort of soloing, solo queuing into squads. But for some reason, I'd say like fucking half the time when I solo queue into a squad, the squad will then leave and I will just be playing solo in squads. (laughs) Yep, Uh, It's not like they can hear me talking, so it's not like I'm shit talking the whole time. I mean I like the problem is the games where I do get other people are awesome like everyone chats they talk through shit they uh, they'll like tend to stay about a minute after they die to see what like what happens next Uh, they're encouraging like they in some cases they're fucking better than our fucking regular squad like I don't know what it is about, like... Random squad shit. But... They will fucking stick to you... Like, fucking... Glue. Uh... They, like... If we drop on a fucking town... And there's another squad... Or another couple of squads there... Right? If... If we do that in... Discord... With the regular crew... With the first person crew... Fucking Jai will land over the other fucking side of the fucking... City... And... Trying to get anyone to come to the fucking house we're getting murdered in is like pulling teeth. But if you if you do it with fucking randos in a fucking squad, in a solo queue squad, yeah. they're in the house. They're fucking, they've got your back. They're fucking on some fucking SWAT shit. They're like leaning out the fucking, around your fucking head and shit. They're just fucking banging. No, no, yeah. Jai's, Jai'd be fucking off in a fucking, another fucking city looting in the blue or something but not these days they're fucking on it and then yeah if anyone goes down they're like oh sorry man oh I, sorry i didn't fucking kill him I, i'll get i'll get him back for you don't worry. I'll, I'll hunt him down i don't like fucking they will fight to the bitter absolute bitter ends. uh which yeah yeah i don't blame like i would prefer uh, at all times for my squad to bail out of a no win situation but yeah in solo queue squads every rando you're with is loyal to fucking death <laughs> uh they will literally die in the blue trying to kill someone just fucking having a firefight despite the fact that if they just get in the fucking circle they probably get the fucking chickadee thank you for fuck they're about that revenge life uh yeah anyway um yeah it's good like apart from the hackers it's it's good yeah I I definitely notice hackers more in solo queue squads uh (laughs) but I think that's because uh I get into situations uh where I can notice the direct impact players have on me like Mm the I'm when i When I queue up with other people, uh, we all sort of, we move as one. We all live as one and die as one and all that kind of stuff. Uh, So everything that happens to you or Drew or Heath or any of my teammates, that is happening to me. Um, So when I die, I'm not that focused on why I died, unless I died last. Uh, But when I die in solo queue squats... I like fucking break that shit down. Because I got no, I got no, like, there's no rush for me to get into the next game. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I'll wait for the replay. I'll I'll re watch the replay and see what I did wrong, see where they came from. Try to, like, try to map out the mental fucking storyline of a game just for my own amusement. Because it kills time. And yeah. Uh,. So I wind up definitely seeing people who have tracked me with literally no information a lot more. Mm. Um, and yeah, there's there's a couple of times where I'm like, might have been luck. I might have just been lucky. But there's a couple of times where it's straight up ESP. Like straight up wall hacking. Uh, it was the only fucking explanation. And it bums me up. Because yeah, like I said, I... One hundred percent no, you get a notification when someone you've reported gets banned, mm-hmm. and I one hundred percent no, I have not gotten a single fucking notification that anyone I've reported has gone banned, even though I am certain. Like beyond it's
0: the weekend, they're on holidays.
1: Beyond all, sh- yeah, they're all at PUBG Nations Cup watching Australia fucking <coughs> get smashed. Get smashed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, you've been playing it as well.
0: Uh, yeah, I jumped in the other night with Nate. Yep. <clears throat> as well, yep. dragged him into it. He was keen to play some. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was good fun. He seemed to enjoy it. <laughs> Back in the swing. Yeah. Took me. Um, yeah, it took me because uh, we've only just started sort of playing over the last sort of week and a half, and it definitely took me a couple of days to get used to the aiming again. Yeah. Um, like, you just got to get used to the recoil and how that handles. Um, but I feel like... There's still I'm some getting, guns that I just can't back. do. The
1: fucking barrel, man. Holy shit. Yeah. There's literally no gun that... The DP-28 has less fucking recoil than the fucking barrel. I don't understand how that gun fucking exists. I don't understand mm-hmm. how anyone fucking picks it up. You fucking fire... If you fire more than two bullets out of that fucking gun, you're shooting the fucking moon. Right? <laughs> the third bullet is going to space. There's fucking no reason it exists the way it does. I would like... I've been playing with lowest Mouse Sensitivity, uh, who's, like, just watching solo squads. I notice how... Chittery. Watching my own replays, I notice how fucking, like... Yeah. (laughs) Hectic my fucking screen is. Yeah. I I put up a a video, like, one of those videos I did uh, in Call of Duty, and I was, like, fucking... (laughs) Fucking all over the place, because I left it on default mouse sense and my TPI on that mouse that we we're playing on at the Modern Warfare event was like jacked up. And I'm just like if I lower my mouse sense, at least that won't be as noticeable. Uh or if I lower my DPI. So I just press a button to lower myself down to fucking eighteen hundred instead of sixteen hundred DPI. And uh I would need a table that is eighteen times bigger. To be able to fucking scroll enough to fucking shoot a fucking barrel on target, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: To manage that fucking recoil, it is out of absolutely out of control. It's fucking mm. stupid. Yeah, but yeah, it's taken me fucking ages to get used to the fucking shooting as well. I think I'm there. I think I'm back. I'm back, baby.
0: I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm like above 50% at this stage I'm feeling like yeah. I still getting used to some of the guns that I don't use yeah um you get back to the like the for me it's the uh not knowing like I, I can shoot at someone yeah. when, when we're in a 100 meter situation but then when we get further than that you gotta then be like alright what's my lead and like yeah. where should I be aiming like relearning all of that stuff yep. relearning like the sights and um the notches and what's 100 meters, what's 200 meters, that sort of thing. And yeah, yeah it's bullet velocity, <laughs> like all those little specifics of things that, like that stuff has changed as well. Yeah. In the last year and a half, they've, they've changed a lot of those values. You know, certain guns don't use the same ammo anymore, mm-hmm. so they feel completely different. Yeah, it's just about um, getting, getting a hold of everything. But yeah. I feel like I'm getting
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I hate Sandhawk. I can suck my sand cock. Uh, yeah. No, I hate that. I hate that gun. Uh, that map. But yeah, other than that. I'm loving it.
0: Um. Yep. Underlords. Yep. Been playing Underlords still. Yep. I, uh, had a win yesterday with the Brawnies. Oh, yeah? It's sort of like the first one where I really tried to play Brawnies properly. Um... Because I, I don't know. I don't see them a lot in the games that I play. Still seeing like a lot of knights. People still go on knights. Yeah. Um, And every sort of game, I'll just try and play something just different. Like I'll go fucking mages or primordials or mages is good, eh? Mages
1: works if you can make mage like get to the point where mages is that fucking six stack. Yeah. Good lord. You are, seen a lot
0: of uh, elusive, like, nines. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're trouble. Yeah. Because you just can't hit anything. I think they maybe got nerfed the other day. A slight bit. Yeah, I think so as well. I saw a change to, like, the way they had the text or the wording of it. Um, they nerfed Demon Hunters as well. Or oh, they nerfed yep. Terrorblade in particular. Yeah, he doesn't get a double boost anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I did a Demon Hunter build, but yeah, Brawny man, like once if you can get a good start on Brawny, yeah, that causes a lot of problems for people. So what do you have, Beastmaster just buffed or Uh, Beastmaster and Juggernaut? Yeah. Um, oh, they fixed Juggernaut in that last patch, didn't they? they so he sp- yeah, he spins now. Yeah, he spins because before he, he'd yeah. just stand there and like eat shit just <laughs> you like fucking yeah. spin dude like to yeah. do, do your damage because what in dota what happens is um he spins to avoid damage from magic but also he'll attack at the same time yeah and i don't think he does it in this game i think he just spins no he, he's definitely attacking at the same time right uh, but he
1: only does it when he has or he was only doing it when he had two people two targets yeah and so in like at the end When it's just him and one other person left he just wouldn't spin and he'd just eat fucking magic damage shit forever and you're like you can literally negate all magic damage you fuck also you're a warrior how you're losing this fucking fight with a puck you turd Mm. Uh, but puck would just fucking phase shift every time he fucking swang swang swung yeah Um, and yeah you just fucking T yeah, they fixed that though so that's good he's, I still don't think he's a great warrior but I think if you can buff him up enough right he must be if he can get enough health he must be close to just unkillable hmm. yeah which, yeah that's cool so yeah what do you have four brawnies what what else did you have
0: um warlocks no I didn't have warlocks I, I think I had warriors maybe the rest warriors. okay yeah, I think I just went, like, full tank, everyone. Um, I think at one stage, I was switching in, like... A, oh, Hunters, yeah, that was it. Okay. And then I at the very end, I ended up getting Medusa. Oh, yeah. Um, and I had a... I think I had maybe a Sniper in there. I was switching out Sniper for Medusa. Right. At the, at the very end, but... It sort of started really clicking towards that the end part where fucking Beastmaster and Jug just had, like, 80, 90 kills each. It wasn't a huge (laughs) amount, but they still had a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, you gotta play that one really weird, because a lot of those heroes are early. Yeah. Like, one, two, three. And it's not really, like... You you sort of don't want to go for, um, XP, I guess. You kind of just want to re-roll and try and get those extra units. Um... So, yeah, it's, like, a different style of play what well, I used to. I, I usually, like, don't think about that stuff. I'm always like, fucking XP, let's go XP. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I like... I enjoy playing just different builds and stuff that I haven't tried before or just random shit and see what works and what sticks and... Yeah. I was doing
1: some, um... Some video stuff out of the ESL studios. And... Uh... Yeah, they're all obsessed with underlords. Uh, they were saying that it's weird, because most of them are League of Legends players. Yeah, a lot of them are League of Legends players, uh, but they still play underlords. They prefer underlords, and they kind of, they like mentally can't understand why TFT is bigger. Uh, mm. like they they get it because that League is is fucking massive, but. Underlords is just a better version of the game, the same game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, inter- an interesting chat because I hadn't even thought of, like, a league player's perspective on Underlords. I, I just figured they would prefer TFT. But, sure. no. No. Anyway, it seems like anyone who knows is vaguely competitive, like, competitively minded. Prefers underlords. I don't mm. know. Like I, I actually wonder if underlords. Sorry, if TFT is sort of tapping into a similar, <laughs> um, similar sort of vibe as Fortnite. So, you know, Fortnite has propensity to fucking introduce some wildly rich, uncompetitive yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, what that does at the end of the day is it provides unlikely wins to not great players. Mm -hmm. There is a... Like, when RNG has a heavy hand in your success or failure, there is a, like, high propensity for bad players to get wins they otherwise didn't deserve, except for dice rolls. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a chance, like... There's a decent chance that TFT might be trying to tap into that same fucking logic, right? Like, it's absolutely what Fortnite is doing. They don't care about being competitive. They've got... It's like, based on fucking introducing goddamn Invincible Mech, they have literally no interest in being fucking competitive. Uh, They're just keen to make everyone... It's the fucking... I don't want to sound like a goddamn boomer or whatever, but, like, it's the fucking participation award of wins, right? Like, winning in a game, in those games with overpowered, illogical shit when your opponent has nothing is absolutely the fucking gold star for showing up, hmm. right? Like, if you play enough, you'll win because that's sort of just how fucking statistics work. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Underlords yep. doesn't have that because it's it's not beautifully balanced. Uh, it's not like perfectly balanced, but it does. It's it's definitely in a in a very balanced place compared to TFT. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think they need more heroes and they need to add them like two weeks ago because everyone just goes knights right like knights is almost the default that everyone is building towards these days at least in my levels yeah yeah uh like you were saying a lot of people are playing towards elusives now I think that's because the, there was that competition is it what was it called We we Play yeah uh there was that competition and a lot of a lot of the pros were going elusive a lot uh and they did get, like, uh, the barest of nerfs, but I, I don't think really impacted how powerful Elusive still is. And if you can get that fucking global, where they go inv- invisible
0: for fucking... Oh, the smoke. Oh, yeah. my lord. I think, um what would be the counter name? Like, mages. Mage damage. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. Or oh, magical damage, yeah. Because, I like, I was physical versus... <clears throat> I think I came second... That particular game... And I just like... I could not hit anybody... Just like nobody hitting. was taking damage... Because... Yeah. Just evading every... It's like 75% evasion... Yeah like, alright... Cool... So, like one in five hits... I yeah. get... <clears throat> so you need it so that when
1: they do hit... They just fucking... Crumble...
0: Yeah... yeah. Um... Anyway... I'm... Still digging it... It's kind of like the game I'll chuck on... While I'm watching something on Twitch... Yeah. Sort of just mute Underlords and sit there and play a couple of rounds. Yeah. Because uh, it's easy. It's easy to sort of multitask, you know, get up and go do the fucking dishes or something like that <laughs> in between rounds. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: All right. Uh, next one we got, The Outer Worlds. Mm. Um. So I uh, went to an event in LA uh, last month. Mm. I'm trying to think. Um, really big lead time on the embargo for this one, which is good. Uh, if people don't know, The Outer Worlds is a game by Obsidian, um, who have made a bunch of RPG games, like uh, some big ones people would remember, uh, Neverwinter Never Nights 2, um, South Park the Stick of Truth, which was the first South Park game, yep. um, really, really good, Yeah, uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2, uh, Pillars of Eternity, they worked on that. Uh, that series, uh, and then I guess the big one for them was Fallout New Vegas. Um, that's sort of considered like the one of the best Fallout games. As a
1: as someone who grew up playing Fallout, uh, I, I didn't feel like Fallout Three necessarily stayed true to the the heart of mm-hmm. Fallout, uh, but it, I, I accepted that it was you know transitioning. a a different style of game but Fallout New Vegas was Fallout 3 meets Fallout 2 in my opinion it was Fallout 5 no uh, it was like (laughs) the true fucking true successor to Fallout 2 Uh, yeah because it was exactly the same like level of humour broad RPG style uh, like Hardcore choice, like, decision-making stuff. Um And, yeah, like, that was very, very Fallout. They really fucking got Fallout compared to Fallout 3 or Fallout 4, which I didn't enjoy very much. Mm. Um New Vegas is up there. For me, I think it goes Fallout 2, New Vegas, and then Fallout 1. I think yep. it's very close between New Vegas and one, but, yeah, I think New Vegas is definitely the second best fucking Fallout game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they fucking nailed it. They definitely get Fallout, which is sick. It's right. so awesome.
0: Yeah, and I guess some of the... Uh, Fallout's probably their biggest, I would say, game they've maybe worked on. Like, there are definitely... Those rest of those games are um, obviously huge. Yeah. Critically. But in terms of sales, they haven't been massive blockbusters. Like, a lot of this stuff you'll see on, um, like, Pillars of Eternity and Neverwinter Nights are, like, these sort of niche-style PC games that are, like, reviewed extremely highly, um, but they are they cater towards a really hardcore RPG audience, like the old-school Baldur Gate days and things like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um of Old Republic 2 is obviously a huge one as well but um yeah yeah it's sort actually of, yeah like to a specific audience
1: and yeah I think KOTOR 2 maybe doesn't have the same
0: evoke the same memories because they didn't get enough time to f- quite finish it yeah but yeah but uh, generally all their stuff is for the most part pretty good well, what was the other one uh it was a spy game. Um, Alpha Protocol. Alpha Protocol. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a Sega game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that got, like, it had cool ideas, but maybe it just wasn't executed as well. Uh, another I never, one I never right, they didn't, played it. they never had enough time to execute
1: on their true vision, and they, sure. what they put out was maybe not that, that fantastic. Yeah. Like, awesome ideas, but you had to look, I think you had to meet you had to meet them more than halfway mm.
0: to truly see what Alpha Protocol had store. Yeah. Right. And so the Outer Worlds is being pretty heavily marketed as like the, uh, you know, a, a successor or, or from the team behind Fallout New Vegas and also the original Fallout. So the two directors working on the game, uh, Tim and Leonard, are from um, the, like, original Fallout team. The, yeah. You know, classic top-down XCOM-style Fallout game. Black, Black, Black Isle. Yep. Yeah. X, Black Isle. It was like Chris, Chris Avalon was working with these guys at one stage as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're leaning pretty heavily on the whole (laughs) Fallout New Vegas team. Um, which is fitting. I mean, if you watch the marketing and all the trailers behind it, it, like, this looks like a Bethesda game. Yeah. Almost, <laughs> almost
1: too much, like a Bethesda game.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, to the point where it's uh, it's a science fiction setting, sort of, um, in space, like a lot of space stuff. So it's being compared to like a Fallout in space, um, or like a science fiction Fallout game. And I had the opportunity to play about two hours of it. Yeah, <clears throat> I can only talk about an hour of my experience. Um, so they let us play the opening hour of the game, um, uh, which included things like, you know, creating characters and the opening story and sort of what went on from there when you, when you start as this character. Yeah. Uh, but they, would don't want us to spoil that for people. Okay. Um, I think the reason why they did that, they didn't say anything, but I think that, um, we <clears throat> was a, we were able to capture footage, which I'll chuck up on the YouTube page. Yeah. Um, and, uh, When you've not played a video game before and it's your first time playing it, having you fucking potato shots and like not knowing what you're doing doesn't really make for good video capture. So I can understand why they would want people to jump in and get a feel for the game first and understanding like what's sort of going on and then your footage kind of gets better as time goes on. Um,. Yeah, because like, there's nothing worse than getting fucking YouTube comments about this person's terrible. Like, they don't know what they're doing, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I literally started playing this game ten seconds ago. Yeah, I don't and it's know. They, and they've got me halfway through the game. I'm using it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm using a mouse. I don't know. I, I've evidently skipped
1: the tutorial, and yeah, of course I'm fucking missing shots and acting like a fucking dipshit, trying like staring at nothing for a little bit. I'm probably looking at the fucking. Little piece of paper they got telling you what fucking buttons. (laughs) What the buttons are, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and like, look, going through inventory, and what guns am I? What guns do I have? And what's my armor? And you know, how does this stuff all work? Yeah, because I haven't played this before. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, Um, so yeah, I can't. I won't talk about the start of that game. There was definitely some interesting things that I like. Probably some of the most interesting things that I saw were at that start of the game. Um, But it's uh, like just the from the idea of like getting out in this world and sort of exploring it is really cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you do you do have like a character you create. There's pretty basic, you know, RPG stats, things like strength, dexterity, intellect, um, um, perception, it sort of, there is like a, a character building, um, like a, a skill tree that you kind of go through as you progress through the game. Right. Every time you level up, you'll get a, um a point to put into whatever stat you want to increase that and then every second um level you get a perk that you can activate again and those perks sort of allow you to you know enhance your character in a certain direction as well um so that stuff is is it's actually quite deep there's a lot you can really do with that and um when you build your character, do you build it from the ground up do you do the like could yeah. you make someone who's
1: super dumb like for that stuff or uh
0: <laughs> I can't talk about that oh, <laughs> so, okay. I feel like okay. I can't talk about that yeah, okay, never mind. uh no, actually, I will talk about that because I talked about it in my interview. you okay. can make somebody that is dumb, yes, yeah, right, yeah, okay. um so yeah, when you put points into these into these uh you know attributes, yeah. Uh, from what I gather talking to the dev, you can actually go into the negative as well because there are flaws that you can get <laughs> later on in the game that will remove stats from you but give you perk bonuses. Right. So you can technically be a dumb dude. Like a dumb scientist. Um, because there are, like, a, I think they call them career aptitudes, which is sort of like, a you know, I think scientists could have been one of those things that you kind of select gives you like, or an engineer um, gives you bonuses in, in building shit. Uh, Yeah. So you could be like a dumb scientist if you wanted to. That is gold. Um, But I don't know how that would work out for you. (laughs) Um, And there's like, as you, as you sort of put points into things like your strength and intelligence and whatnot, there's like different tiers. And once you get to a certain threshold and that's like another bonus in there, it's just really deep and there's like a lot of, uh, sort of ways that you can build out these characters and, and really sort of play to the way that you want to play. Um, and that really fits into sort of player choice that they're really driving for. And I saw this almost immediately when I was playing, um, being able to talk to characters and having like dialogue choices come up and be like, all right, this is your charm solution or this is like, why right here? Um, or sort of like uh, persuade them and whatnot. So there's like these skill checks in there that you can um, sort of dice roll or that you'll get given the opportunity to select. If you meet that specific criteria, you can then trigger those um, speech sort of trees. And um, there's so much, like there's so many choices when I was just playing this, like not knowing how this stuff would play out um, because just the variety of different ways that this conversation could go just by the way that my character has been built out and what decisions that I can make when interacting with this person it seems really unique. Yeah, um, that's huge. Yeah, it's, 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 really, it's a really cool way of... Like, you see that sort of thing in things like Fallout, but not to the detail that this is sort of seems to be going for. Like, they're really trying to drive interacting with players, uh, or interacting with NPCs, and sort of being able to sort of choose what path you want to go down, whether you not want to lie to someone. And I can talk a bit... Of, bit more detail into that um, with one of the missions that I did. Yeah. Um, but in terms of RPG stuff, there's things like inventory management, like a weight system and whatnot. Yeah. There are um, uh, different weapons that you can get, uh, melee weapons, things like swords with fucking do- do acid damage, um, across to pistols, shotguns, assault rifles, sniper rifles. And they actually, the weapons felt surprisingly really good. um I do not like the shooting in Fallout no I'm gonna sit here and Fallout's gonna be compared to this game a lot because that's just the way things are gonna roll they're gonna cop it that's just yeah um I I like the shooting shooting in this game a lot it felt really good what engine are they is it built on do you know uh
1: it sort of looked like I thought it was Unreal. Unreal yeah I feel like it's Unreal yeah right I mean, yeah. It's good enough, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's no it's no fucking reanimated Quake 3 engine,
0: but I guess it will <laughs> <it'll, it'll> work. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Unreal. Uh I can actually look that up. Yeah. I uh, got four. <clears throat> yeah, right. Yeah. It it's got that look. Um We were we were also playing keyboard and mouse as well, which was awesome. They could let it, they let us play the keyboard and mouse or um control if we wanted to so that was good uh and again i felt like i picked up the shooting pretty well um there's cool things with like enemies have weak points on them uh and the game didn't necessarily tell me this but i would look at things on the enemy and be like that seems like a weak point i'd shoot it and eventually like the thing would explode and cause like more damage to it um So, they're doing sort of that sort of stuff. I guess Fallout had that, but it was more using, like, the VAT system. Yeah. And you would sort of be able to break away certain body parts and whatnot. Does it have anything Mm -hmm. in that vein? It doesn't have VATs necessarily, but it's got a, uh, like, a time slowdown system. Right. uh, Where you trigger it, and time slows down, and um, also... It seems like you'll get certain abilities that'll also sort of trigger when you do that. Right. Uh, the one that I saw was sort of would put a pop up on the screen and give me an indication of like what this enemy that I was aiming at was and what its weaknesses were and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah um, cool. I didn't like the way it was implemented though. Oh, okay mainly because it was on the left hand side of the screen and it, like I'm looking at something in the middle of my screen yeah trying to shoot it and then on the left is like a text box telling me like a description about what it is like you sort of All right. yeah. your eyes are shifting and I'm like oh, okay um, maybe that just takes a bit of time to get used to but yeah. every time it would pop up I'd be like what is that on the side okay and then sort of get distracted so yeah maybe there's a better way that I'll, they'll get that in there um, you know it could be just something simple like having it go below the whoever you're shooting or mm. um i don't know anyway um so that was called like a tactical time dilation and um there's sort of other sort of smaller abilities things like um uh like a, a jump double jump and whatnot but i didn't really get a like a huge sense for how many other abilities there are on the game or if there really is any um right they really had an hour to play but the um, I talked about the floor system there's certain floors that you can get things like you can fall off of a um, like a high ledge and like break your legs and that'll make you afraid of heights or something like that Wow and then so you'll lose you'll lose certain um, uh, attributes but it'll give you a perk in something else and it's not like uh, what was it? Fallout 76 had the mutations, like you get sick and whatnot. I think, I believe in this one, it'll actually pop up and say, do you want these floors? Like you'll get the choice to actually take them. Uh, And if you want to take them, that's sort of like the, you know, weighing up your options. Do you want to negate some of those points into your attributes and then swap them out for a perk? Um, so it's sort of like a advantages depending on which sort of tree you want to get out. Yeah. Um, That stuff seems interesting. Um, There are companions in the world. Um, You can actually give them commands, tell them where to go, hold down certain, like, fortify, um, attack creatures for you or enemies. Um, It seems pretty, you know, robust in terms of being able to give them commands. I didn't have any issues with them doing weird shit while i was playing so that was really cool they have um a lot of interaction between each other as well so different characters that you bring on um along with you will you know talk to each other and talk about different things depending on who it is that you've got with you um you know the same two characters want to talk about the same things to each other while they're there they also interact with the npcs that you're speaking to as well sometimes i'll button and say so and um, certain things that I, I noticed that was happening quite a bunch as well um, <clears throat> there's systems in there like at one stage I killed like a bunch of Raiders stole their gear and was walking around a town and the person I was talking to commented on what I was wearing being like you shouldn't be wearing that raider gear like there's people around here who won't like that and I talked wow. to the developer and they're like yeah like that will there will be gameplay consequences where if like people just won't like what you're wearing and shit like that, like they'll get upset and that could cause you problems later on. And I was like, fuck, all right, that's pretty cool. Um, Like I didn't, that was just shit that I found on a body and was like, I'm going to wear this because it's got better armor. And then like a dude comments on it being like, you shouldn't be wearing that because that's not cool around here. (laughs) Like people will mistake you for a raider. Like, okay, that's awesome. That Um, is sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And so like they're going really deep on just that sort of thing there are sort of touching on things you can wear there's like a disguise system as well um where you can pick up uh these disguises and infiltrate areas that you're not supposed to be in and there's like a bar that'll pop up on the screen and it ticks down as you move uh, throughout the area you're not supposed to be in and um sort of like a stealth section you know once once that bar runs out there'll be a an icon above people's place uh, uh, heads when they recognize you, and you'll have to try and avoid them. Right. If they do spot you and find you, they'll come up and sort of interrogate you, and you'll get dialogue choices, and you'll need to try and sort of talk your way out of it. Yeah. And if you successfully do that, then you get a uh, your bar fills up again, and right. then you get to go through. And I think there's three you get three chances at that, from what I saw at the moment. And so you can kind of stealthy way through certain areas, and and um. Yeah, you don't actually have to engage in combat. That's awesome, and that's can like the. You,
1: can you like pacifist the entire game? Do you know.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's the thing they're going through in terms of player choice is that you can play the entire game as a pacifist. Um, the for, from what I was talking to the producer with, he believe he's not one hundred percent sure, yeah. but he said that as far as he's aware, they've just about got it down to the point where you don't have to kill anybody in the game, um, or at least you know maybe one or two people. Right. Um, he was talking about how one of the other designers, their passive playthrough was, uh, just having their companions kill everybody and like (laughs) them not do any of the, the dirty work. Like my hands are clean. It's these guys that are are killing everyone. Uh, That's amazing. So so that sort of stuff. Um, so the, the, the mission that I ended up doing, um, was one where it was a character name. Uh, let me find it here uh, and also Mason, who is, like, this, um, dodgy-looking dude who is transporting drugs, uh, in this area called Monarch, um, and the town there, um, is this sort of enormous town with a bunch of different stores and different characters that you can go and interact with, and so this guy I was talking to, and, um, he's working with these creatures called Sprats. And the Sprats are, from what I can gather, these sort of giant uh, rat-looking creatures. Uh, I wasn't 100% sure why they called them Sprats, but I just figured it was probably Space Rats. Oh, yeah. Might not, might not be that, but that's what I went with. Makes sense. Um, yeah, and so the, uh, he, he'd, the, the drugs um, were on these Space Rats, and they would go through sort of these underground tunnels, and that's how he was transporting all these um, all these drugs. But uh, the last shipment didn't arrive, and so he wants you to go find out what's going on and and sort of investigate what's happening. You don't have to. You could go do something else if you want to, but (laughs) I decided that sounded like an interesting idea. And so eventually, like, I find this cave system that I have to go check in, and there's a bunch of dead people in there, and, um, you know, the drugs aren't there, but there's there's uh, evidence of it going somewhere else. And then so you eventually, you know, this sort of chain of events goes for like 20, 30 minutes and you get to this point where um, you find out that there is this character who's been saving these sprats, um, sort of like a animal activist or animal rescue um, company. And <laughs> he's been rescuing all these sprats. And now the decision here is, do you confront this guy and, um, try and get these drugs? You, you can you can kill this person if you want. You can go back to Nelson and tell him that you know where the drugs are, that this guy's got them, and, like, what does he want you to do with them? Yeah. You could tell him that, like, the drugs are gone. Take the drugs for yourself and then sell them. You could just, uh, you know, lie to him and just say you don't know where they are. Um, and so there's all these different choices that you can kind of go down, um, like just through this one sort of, I think it was a side quest uh, there's like all these different ways you can sort of approach it and and then sort of what you do from there, it just has consequences, and ramifications that really changes the narrative of the game and what you're doing um, so a lot of that stuff was really cool, it sort of gives you an idea of how they're approaching um, the storytelling and, and the different ways that you can um, complete a lot of these uh, missions Um. And the tone of it is very dark comedy like it's yeah. not serious at all it's it's super um like on the nose about stuff it's uh it's not like a borderlands style of right. humor yeah um like it's it's playing pretty straight Fallout yeah, style yeah um like there was one part in there where. I was talking to an insurance lady and she was talking about how like people were getting their eyebrows insured and things like that. And it's just these, you know, there are moments in there that things that I can't talk about yet, but um, where I thought, yeah, it's, it's got some really good writing in there. Yeah. I think that's where the strength of this game is really going to pay off a lot. is like the writing and um, like how you as a character work your way through this game and what adventures it kind of takes you on. It's that it's doing that Bethesda thing of, uh, you know, when when I find a talking dog walking down a road who takes me off on a quest and like you guys haven't seen all that sort of stuff, yeah, um, you know those sort of situations. But in terms of maybe we'll have the same quest, but we'll com- we'll play it out in a completely different way. Maybe I go and uh, I rescue the Sprats and you know I, I but I take the drugs and sell them for myself as opposed to you maybe go. And, like, you kill the dude that's ho- holding the sprats. As the you... world's dumbest scientist. <laughs> yeah. And then you go back and maybe kill the dude that's asking you to do the job. And, yeah. I don't know, like, it can play out in all these different ways. Like, you can, from what he was saying, you can kill basically every character in the game.
1: Yeah. That's...
0: And, they, and like, they've had to design <laughs> the game so that they can, like, you can still play. It <laughs> you can end still end state. Yeah. yeah. Um, The only ones that you can't kill from what I'm aware, he was talking about the companions, once they are a companion on your team, they die but they go in like a down state and you can revive them Um, but if you don't recruit them as a companion you can kill them before that (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: (laughs) That's so unnecessary
0: No, but I I feel like there's going to be some really interesting, like the videos that are going to go around for this game are going to be huge like people diving into lore and just the way the different um the different playthroughs and styles of plays you can go yeah go through it are really cool um but yeah everything i saw looks looks really promising even though like uh, these games are very hard to to judge on such a short amount of time like these giant rpgs that you get two hours to play um but this one looks looks promising like they're doing some really interesting things um and I like sort of, like, the dialogue systems, and at least the shooting feels good to me, so... I'm definitely really keen to play more of that game. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah, I... Like, it wasn't really on my radar at all. I think hmm. when people were, like, space fallout, right, I was sort of like... uh what, bugs in space, I get it, yeah? Starship troopers, I, I can fucking understand that. Uh But then, like... Yeah, reading your piece on Survivor and, yeah, hearing you talk about it now, uh, it's a, like, it, it definitely sounds like a fucking strong, strong game in an otherwise pretty weak year. Yeah, uh, it's super weak, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, I I've, I can't fucking wait, like, it's exactly what I have needed for yeah. the longest time, a good lose yourself, fucking RPG, like first person RPG. I think it's what I've been hanging out for from Cyberpunk. But yeah, I I don't know. It sounds like so much more. Like everything you were saying, it sounds like they went to a limit, like what we would consider the limit and they've just gone further with it you know mm. like they're just pushing it even further you can kill everyone you can pacifist everything you yeah. like sneak uh, your way through your areas talk your way out of being found in stealth like that, that sort of stuff mm. it's yeah it doesn't need to fucking exist it doesn't need to be there but it's so awesome that it is and that's, yeah. that's how we wind up with, like, revolutionary games. That's how we wind up with people. Like,
0: it sets a new fucking standard. It sets a new bar. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, one of the other things that I, I noticed when I was playing was... Uh, before I actually went in and started doing any missions... I kind of just roamed around the area and just wandered off. Um, and cleared out, like, a decent chunk of this specific location. Because um, what it sounds like is you go to different planets and whatnot um as you progress through the game and and uh i cleared this area went back to the town which there was a loading screen um <clears throat> did this uh talk to this nelson dude about this space rats sprats and eventually left that area and this is all in the video footage people were able to see this um yeah on YouTube, but I, I, I came back out there and was walking back down where I was before, and none of the creatures, I, I thought maybe they would respawn or something like that. All right. Um, <clears throat> I talked to a developer about that, and he said that they're... generally they won't respawn. Like, once you've cleared them, they'll clear them, but on occasions things will start to come back, and not necessarily the same things you've killed. Like, other creatures could... like, if you take out an area, maybe they'll migrate to a, like a different area, and that'll cause like new opportunities for you to sort of attack things. Um, Other times they just will not like nothing will respawn. But if you've wiped out an area, it could cause something else to come in. And it sounds like he said that they'll, that'll have consequences sometimes as well. So like, I don't know what that means, but it just, um, yeah, I don't like when I play games and I clear out an area, I fucking hate it when I come back and I'm like, oh man, all this shit's respawned. (laughs) Like I just spent so long doing all this and I come back and, now I've got to do it all again. So I enjoyed that, like it sort of stayed persistent. And That's so big. It's so didn't, good. Didn't come back, but uh, yeah, like it's when I played Fallout seventy six. I th- said in my preview that I think people that like Fallout, like r- hardcore fans, will like that game. Yeah. Like I didn't really get a lot out of it when I played yeah. it, but um, but this game, I I feel like there's you know because I feel like the shooting's really good. I like all the dialogue system and sort of the player choices that you can go with. Um, and uh, just the stuff that I saw at the start that I can't talk about. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like um, it's going to be a, a promising game. Like, if it's as filling as rich as what I've seen so far, like if the rest of that game is like that, that that's going to be... Um, I think it could be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and it's kind of, as you said, going to fill this void of there not being a lot. Especially in terms of RPGs as... Nothing really at the end of this year that's coming out like a, a narrative-driven RPG like this. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of action games that have RPG elements in them these days, but yeah, um, yeah. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be Obsidian because I feel like they're the uh, they're at the top, of sort yeah. of the RPG. And I mean, there's a reason why they got picked up by Xbox it's true. this year to make um, to make games for them because they're a very good studio. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'll mention is the first playthrough we played. Uh, which was funny, uh, I had to create, you, you know, you, you make a character, and I called my character Dutch, because mm. um, of Predator. Of course. <laughs> I was thinking of a name. We finished that playthrough, and they're like, all right, there's a load, you need to load up, uh, go to the load get, load screen, and there's a character there called Dutch, if you load that up, um, that'll take you to the next section of the game, and I'm like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I, I grabbed the dude, and I'm like, my character's name's Dutch. And that's why I called him. And then like he was telling everybody at this event this was going on. Um, <laughs> and then they they had a like a exit meeting or whatever later on where they talk about things that went right and then wrong and whatnot. You generally see that sort of thing. Oh. Um and he went around and asked all everyone that was there if I like if you were naming character Dutch was, would it be after Red Dead Redemption or Predator? <laughs> and the, the, he came, he told me later on that, because I, I went out for dinner with him yeah. later on, he was like, yeah, everyone said Predator. Because <laughs> the guy that actually made the so far wasn't... I think it was a, a designer that wasn't there, but... Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, That's funny solid. little story. Uh, but yeah, I dig it. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. It sort of wasn't... That original trailer really got me excited. Yeah. Um and then it sort of fell off my radar from then on yeah. but i'm yeah, definitely same. keen to check out more like what i've seen from it so far it looks really promising um how far away th- is it it's like next month october isn't it we're in august champ oh okay <laughs> right that's um let's fucking... see that's <clears throat> why. yeah october 25th so Got it's it.
1: two and a half months
0: yeah um, yeah, I'm hoping it's as good as what I've seen, because uh, I'm digging, digging it so far. Looks like a lot of fun. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's pretty, but it's also, there's bits where you're like, oh, that's ugly. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> you look at a ground texture and a rock, you're like, what the, that fucking, oh yeah. That's, that's not good. <laughs> there's too much, too much character in everyone's faces.
1: Yeah. Like, they're going hardcore on the, uh, the wrinkles type mm. thing just weirds me everyone looks like they've lived a hard life yeah. <laughs> got some fucking got some city miles on them yeah um yeah No, it looks yeah it sounds fucking sick
0: I can't wait mm. two and a half yep. months yeah yeah so I'll uh I'll, I'll definitely put up that footage along with this uh episode um and I'll cut out the bits where I think I went for an interview at some stage oh, and yeah. then came back um so yeah definitely came all right. Sweet. Should we do some news? Let's do it. Uh, DayZ has been refused classification in Australia. Yes. This is the DayZ game that we talked about eight years ago. Eight years ago. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. Just fucking... Fucking... It is not out yet. <laughs> good God. It's, no, it's hit 1.0. What, what did... What did... Fjarrin... Fjarrin said I, I was like... He said something about, like, I can't believe that game hasn't been finished yet. I'm like, it hit 1.0, what are you talking about? And he's like, I know what I fucking said. Uh, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah, it's not finished. It'll never be finished. Uh, they're currently adding Survivor Games. Actually, if we're talking about games I've played, hmm. loaded up Survivor Games with a Zen on the end, which is a DLC for Daisy. Uh, still can't get into a single match of that game, so that's going well. Um... But yeah no Daisy they've they've had uh marijuana or uh, c- cannabis I think it's mm. called in game cannabis yep. uh in in game uh but not usable for 2 years uh so not only is it an 8 year old game this has been in the game for 2 years not activated but to the like, it's 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 not available <laughs> now either. It's not like suddenly it's available in the uh, OFLC or whatever the fuck they're called now. Uh, classification board were oh. like, well, now that it's got marijuana, you can't have that in a game. Uh, no, it wasn't like that. It's still not available. Uh, and so, yeah, it got yeeted. Uh There's so much to this. There's so much to this story that just fucking kicks ass. It's beautiful. (laughs) I love it so much. Uh, Fucking... Yeah. Daisy being an unfinished game where they're adding a fucking plant that can't possibly do anything for anyone in a gameplay sense. What the fuck is it going to do? What are you going to do? Like, force feed someone some fucking weed? Mm. Like, what would that do? Like, give them a slight buzz... They're not allowed to shoot anymore. Ah, uh, that's what it is. They're too fucking chilled out, baby. Uh, Stone has never killed anyone. Um, yeah, like, what the fuck? What the f- absolute fuck is that? And then, yeah, the fact that it's not available in the game, the fact that they've added stuff but not implemented it, it is pretty classic DayZ. Uh, the fact that they've implemented something they've got no use for is pretty classic Daisy. The fact that... Somehow it is back in the fucking news, uh despite yeah. essentially being fucking dead for the better part of like three years. It's classic daisy uh yeah, there's just so much it's it's beautiful. people have really fond memories of Daisy. I have fond memories of Daisy of a mod for a game mm. uh that I played. I do not have fond memories of Uh, what the game has become. Um, Yeah, it's just so dumb. It's so dumb. The fact that they've banned it or refused classification uh, when everyone who's ever bought it has definitely already bought it.
0: Uh, (laughs) But this is for the physical
1: release, right? No, they're they're removing it from the digital stores as well.
0: Yeah. Right? Because what's happened is five-star who's a, a, a PR oh, slash publisher down, yeah. distribution company down here, um, uh, submitted it for the classification board for the physical version. It was refused given an RC classification. Then Bohemia resubmitted one through the uh, through like a electronic form. Right. Um, so I don't know if they went over the top of Five Star, like, mm. fuck it, we'll do it ourselves. Or if they were just like, we'll just do it ourselves. Yeah. Uh, and then that got automatically given MA15+, plus, but then the classification board saw that, slapped yeah. an RC on it, yeah. and now it's being removed from digital stores as well. Yeah. That's bananas. Because also- they can't resubmit it now, can they? Once the second strike hits in.
1: No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't
0: think they can resubmit it. No. They, they, they. I think they can
1: appeal, but they can't. Like, that's a different process. I think they
0: fucked up by going... ...straight to the automatic form bit. Yeah, yeah. They should have waited five-star to do it properly. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, it's also
1: messed up... ...because weed is so inconsequential. Mm. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking, work. Either. It doesn't... It's not fucking heroin. It's not like... nobody. Nobody's life's uh, getting fucking ruined. Like, it is so fucking 1950s fucking logic... To be all like, oh yeah, oh no, reefer madness! Oh, the the marijuana is going to ruin. It's a gateway drug. Uh, yeah, it's so fucking old school for no fucking reason at all. Uh, this doesn't make any fucking like. Who gives a fuck? Yeah,
0: they're not they're not
1: growing poppies and then fucking turn them into opium or some shit. They're not all fucking. There's not opium dens in Daisy or some shit. There's some fucking. Cannabis. For, as far as I can tell, no fucking reason at all. Maybe you can make some pants out of it. But, yeah, the Australian government's like, well, it's classif—it's a classified drug. A classification one drug.
0: Stupid. Stupid shit. Uh, yeah. It's but good. also, generally, it's like a... Uh, uh, like, if it gives you gameplay the benefits or... Yeah. So, like, that's a no-no. But that's drug not... Drug use as related to... Like, rewards. Yeah, but it's not in there. So, I it's, think there was maybe yeah. just... Someone need to explain that, like, it's not there and working. <laughs> it's not in the game.
1: It doesn't work. Even if it did, it wouldn't provide you with any fucking buff. I don't see how it could. Hmm. Uh, yeah. This is a game where you can literally force feed another human being... Uh, to eat motor oil... Uh, but yeah, Banner for drugs. Banner for the most harmless drug there is. Good move, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, you can b- bind someone's hands, put a sack over their head, and then execute them while they're on their knees. But yeah, no, better ban- not have any fucking weed in the game. Um, yeah, that's stupid. Anyway, what else we got? So the WNBA has been included in NBA 2K... 20. Uh,
0: that's sick. I like it. Good move. Good move, NBA. Uh, I'm well about it. Yeah. So this is all uh, All the official tw- teams, all tw- uh, 12, sorry, um, yep. have been added into the game. Uh, the video that I watched said they added, like, thousands of animations in there, new animations for the all the women's players, yep. um, which is cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, just allows more people to... Are you a Sparks fan, Luke? Oh, am I? No. Um, I don't right. think... um, Like, I don't even know how to watch the games. Like, if it was on League Pass, then... Yeah, it's weird that it's I'd not... I'd watch the finals, but... Yeah. I don't think it is. I mean, in a day and age where the... Team USA Basketball has signed a deal with Twitch, <laughs> and the games <laughs> are being streamed on Twitch... Yeah. Uh yeah yeah I
1: don't know the what, whatever dregs are left of Team USA basketball you know. <laughs> yeah yeah Campbell Walker and <laughs>
0: Kaku's s- but. yeah and 16 <laughs> rookies uh- <laughs> I saw a post today about people that were getting cut from that team I'm like oh man that's like
1: <laughs> how are you gonna get cut from that team <laughs> that's, good gosh, lord uh, yeah <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's right. That's cool. Good move. Yep. Uh, All right. Oh yeah, this one here. Um, Australia beat New Zealand in the Bleslow Cup game one. Uh, suck at New Zealand. Yeah, cool. All right. Next up, we've got Borderlands Three on PS4 Pro. will have performance sixty.
0: What you read this? This is yours. Oh, so um, the PlayStation Four Pro version of Borderlands Three will have a two modes in it: performance mode, which is sixty frames per second and a resolution mode, which is 4K mm. HDR. Um, but on top of that, there will be configurable settings where you can toggle some of this stuff on and off, so you could have, in theory, 1080p with HDR, or, like, um, I believe they were talking about things like super sampling and be able to switch, switch that stuff on and off. Um, sort of like the things that we kind of wanted from these different SKUs. Hmm. <laughs> skews how are you gonna use that how dare you use that word on this podcast yeah um uh so it's like different units of uh skews yes <laughs> uh, um yeah that's really cool uh on pc you can do all of that so yeah.
1: nice yeah yeah uh, and more and more actually um you can go you can make fucking claptrap into a fucking ladyboy if you want. You do anything you like. Uh, but no, that's cool PS4, Pro. Well done. Um, uh, like, yeah, if I was going to play on a PS4, uh, like if I was going to play on console, I'd probably go for PS4 because of that. I've got a PS4 Pro, so I don't see why I, I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't play, I don't think, 60 frames per second Matters that much in Borderlands. Um I don't think my TV can do sixty frames second. <laughs> so uh I oh, no, I think it can. Uh that's probably the limit. Um but yeah, I don't
0: I don't think it would matter that much, but that's no, cool. Uh yeah. This is on the um official PlayStation blog they talked about. Yeah, right. A lot of these details. Yep. So, there's no word on what Xbox is going to do, but right. uh, I'm sure there'll be something. I'm sure
1: the could... Xbox One X can, can measure up. Uh, yeah, cool. Nice. That's uh, the news. No, one more thing uh, Eve Echoes. Uh, CCP Games uh, is, is using Australia and New Zealand as the testbed mm-hmm. for their new mobile MMO. EVE Echoes, uh, so Australia will be available as the, uh, like, to, to opt in, Mm. hold up, yep, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of EVE light, uh, like a bit of an easier entry point than, than regular EVE, which is cool, uh. I'm about it like Eve I've played Eve before I played it fucking ages ago I I, there's not enough going on for me to really get into it but it does actually sort of like mentally it makes sense uh, on the mobile platform as something that you log in and and sort of fill about with for a a couple of minutes and then log off Mm -hmm. duck away Uh, I think that's a really good like way that would really work for it um but yeah, you can, I believe you can sign up for the alpha at evechos.com. Uh I'm definitely interested uh, to check it out. Um, you have to have an iOS, uh, an iPhone 6S or above, or a Samsung Note 8 or S8 or above phone. Uh, it says Pixel 2 look at a 3 so I assume I can use that it doesn't say above pixel yeah. 2 I don't understand I don't, know. I don't necessarily understand that but no I'm definitely going to check it out um, it is uh, yes sandbox MMO uh, Eve was never yeah super involved it was never fucking something he had to play super like paying attention but sure
0: yeah it should be good um, yeah. yeah right um, the only other one one was on here was, uh, I don't know if you are talking about the Walmart removing video oh, game advertising oh from their stores. But still selling guns.
1: Yeah. We've tried nothing, and we're all out of ideas. Uh, this is the fucking dumbest shit of all time. It is some of the, the sad, like, the whole situation. It's like, America got raided. I don't know if you noticed, you saw this just before you fucking moved over there, but... Amnesty International has issued a travel advisory warning for people going to the United States for Mm -hmm. the first time in history. It is now uh, rated as a dangerous place to visit, Mm -hmm. uh, which is fucked. That is fucked. Um, It sits alongside, like, Somalia and... uh, Egypt and shit as places that have travel advisories telling you to be careful because shit's going down now. Um, yeah, Walmart did this. It's not permanent. They said it wasn't permanent and that they were doing it sort of out of respect for the victims, uh, of the El Paso shooting, um, which was what early last week? Uh, very early last week. Uh-huh. Uh, and obviously occurred at a Walmart. Um It's... Still fucked. I mean... It... Even from a PR perspective... It... It doesn't... Look good. It makes it look like... It is just a, a stunt... Designed to... Placate... The... Absolute fucking spanners... Who are crying out for any reason any reason why these things keep happening in America that doesn't involve the massive massive availability of high powered weapons uh and the absolutely woeful state of their mental health system uh or health system in general really um like any any excuse that doesn't involve actually tackling the problem at the hand. Yeah. yeah. Um and yeah, so warm up caving and doing this is just such a fucking dipshit move. Um Yeah. I don't know. It's it's so cooked. I, I feel so bad. Uh for for people who like over there who must live in fear, right? Like I'm sure we go, you know, we travel there a bit, hmm. and I was talking this, talking about this with Nate <clears> last night. I've never felt unsafe, mm-hmm. but there are some factors there that you know. It's because I'm six foot tall and white and heavy set, and yeah, like of course I I'd never feel safe, like sure I uh, never feel unsafe uh, but there are people who don't share the same qualities as me mm-hmm. uh, who would feel unsafe and they have a, sadly they have reason to feel unsafe that's fucked like America's spent so long as the fucking the king of the world and now yeah for a large sw- Large, huge population of the world—the overwhelming majority of the world—they uh, would they have reason to feel unsafe while traveling to America.
0: Yeah, which is fucked. I mean, we're at the the point now where—and this has only happened the last recently—where, <clears throat> like, we'll go to media events and have bag searches and like walk through metal detectors, and there's security everywhere. Well, this is like for a fucking bus, media yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> or or even like, I'm glad it's at places like E3 now. Yeah. But it used to be an in- industry, an event where there was none of that stuff. Yeah. F- four or five years ago, you just walk in. And yeah. uh, now it's at the point where the public are allowed in. Mm. Um, yeah. And they've got lines up out the door for security and bag checks. or so you, you can't bring bags into that event unless you're part of industry. Yeah. <clears throat> Which I'm, I'm happy with. I'm glad that that, yeah, Those checks are there. Um, yeah. But when that stuff started happening here as well, like I've been to events here locally now where they're doing that sort of stuff, and that's yeah. unheard of.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But because of the sort of things that have happened overseas, that these companies start getting uh, like global directives and things they need yeah. to do in terms of security, and so that trickles down to our areas where that stuff does not happen. Yeah, we
1: got uh, we had the same thing happen at the anthem event in Japan, hmm. where it never happens. Yeah, uh, and it was—it's definitely because we're doing it in the states. We have to do it everywhere, mm-hmm. which is just fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's fucked. Anyway, it's cooked. Yep, it's well cooked.
0: All right, all right. Questions, we,
1: questions, questions, questions. On Discord, uh, TheGAPodcast.com dot com slash Discord. Here we go. Z Doctor writes, with the latest Call of Duty looking rather promising. First, that has piqued my interest in a long time. How long after release date can we predict the that division? will inject their microtransactions and premium currency bs into it. They did it recently with Crash Team Racing. Oh, even though they said they wouldn't be in the game, which I guess is PR bs for saying at launch and with Black Ops 4. One could argue saying that they are just cause sorry that they are just cosmetic, but a lot of games seem to be offering boosters for real-world money as some so- some form of shortcut. Which definitely isn't just cosmetic and more often times than not, it seems to directly affect the design and the gameplay to increase the grind unnecessarily to make those boosts seem more appealing. As game journos, as game journos, how do you feel, how do you guys feel about publishers and game devs not adding in these BS predatory mobile game con job systems at launch so as to either avoid those systems being criticized in reviews or to avoid having those Labels being slapped on the cover of the coffees, warning people that there are in game purchases attached to these games. First question, I guess, uh, multiple questions. Great multi question piece, Z Doctor. Uh, first one was How long after release date can we predict that Crap Division will inve- inject their microtransactions and premium currency BS into it? I think by March next year but uh, that's my guess for when this this fabled Battle Royale will come in. Mm-hmm. I think they will use the Battle Royale launch as a distraction to inject uh, the same shit that they put into Black Ops 4 which is the cr- uh, crate only weapon bullshit that they've been doing. I don't know if you saw this but Um, There are weapons in Black Ops 4 now that you can only get from crates uh, that are not wildly overpowered. Uh, I think they might not even be overpowered anymore, but they definitely released overpowered. We've talked about this a bunch of times, how Mm -hmm. devs often release uh, an update or inject, put something into the game that's overpowered and then nerf it back, Mm -hmm. um, mostly because people will then play it a lot um, because it's overpowered, uh, and that what what they need is a shit ton of data so they can know how to nerf it correctly. Sure. Um, that doesn't excuse this, uh, but yeah, in Black Ops 4, you can only use those guns if you have found them in a crate, uh, or if you've attained them from a crate in-game, uh, which is heinous absolutely heinous that's not fucking
0: that's changed a lot from the time that we were playing where it was the the book like the two tier book premium and and normal I like
1: that system yeah Uh, that's not just cosmetic by any means that is literal gameplay shit yeah yeah. Uh, which is fucked and yeah that's pretty recent I didn't know about that they did in Crash Team Racing everything I heard about Crash Team Racing made it seem like it was a pretty fucking rad game um, ...except for, what was it, loading times? That you loading know? times were like yeah. 40 seconds, yeah, when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, adding mic transactions is horseshit to that game. Uh, I guess cosmetic stuff... Uh, that's it, right? At the end of the day, for me, if it is actually just cosmetic... ...I don't give a fuck, right? Like, add it in. But, like see, Doctor said, if they start adding in time-saving boosters it definitely has a direct impact on gameplay because they balance the game to incentivize people to buy the boosters. Sure. uh, Which I fucking hate. Uh, Second question. Oh, Oh, sorry. sorry. You go. No, No, I was going
0: to say that we, um, we, when we were over there for Modern Warfare, they weren't uh, talking about cosmetics. Like, we tried to ask them about it. They weren't talking about it. I didn't see anything in the game that we played that hinted at any of that stuff. Yeah, so uh, I, don't, I don't know. There are multiple like
1: <clears throat> characters you can have in games, so I guess they could sell that kind of stuff. But um, they weren't gameplay benefit characters. Absolutely it was not. Just they
0: they talked about they talked about how like
1: they were all even to the extent that even their executions take the same amount of time. They're different yeah. animations, but they all take the exact same amount of time, so that there's no
0: benefit in using one over another. So that's the um, the the Apex Legends thing, and that's why I couldn't figure out what they were talking about when they said executions, because there is nothing in that game where you would want to execute somebody. Um, I, or is I it think, like meleeing?
1: Yeah, if you hold melee instead of tapping it, yeah, you go into an execution animation.
0: Right. They they didn't tell
1: us any of that. <laughs> they did not until the interview uh, after yeah. we had the opportunity to ever really use it. Um, but yeah uh i don't think i i mean i I could have done it to flex some elliot on music a bit more (laughs) yeah but uh otherwise i probably wouldn't use it um second question as games journals how do you feel about publishers and game devs not adding in these bs predatory mobile game con job systems at launch so as to either avoid those systems being criticized in reviews or to avoid having those labels being slapped on the cover of the copies warning people that there are in-game purchases attached to these games, uh, I am absolutely not a fan. Uh generally fucking livid. Uh it is so fucked that for the longest time, Metacritic uh, held the first review as sac- like sacrosanct. Yeah. The first they still do, don't they? Submitted, yeah. Oh, um, uh, they,
0: they've, they've actually got a different system now where is if it's a, a review in progress, they will yeah. separate that yeah and then update it but I don't but yeah, think the they update that. reviews. yeah no, yeah, they still hold that uh, but
1: yeah they did that to protect the game journalist. Hmm. Uh, it was but now it's been so the other used way around against <laughs> critics yeah, which is just fucked. that is so gross. Um, the flip side is uh, that often it happens to games that I don't give a fuck about anymore Um, which obviously isn't the best attitude in the world Uh, but it is what it is Um, once a game has reached that point uh, yeah once it's reached the point where I just don't care anymore then it doesn't really impact me I don't have enough time to keep an eye out on all this shit, right? Like, there's so much happening on a day-to-day basis that going back to Black Ops for 10 months after release, eight months, 10 months after release, to find out what garbage, predatory bullshit they've injected. Sure. uh, Doesn't seem like an efficient use of my time. Um, Yeah, like I said, not the best attitude, but yeah it is what it is uh yeah uh not not happy I'm not I'm just generally not happy that they do this uh, I wouldn't like put a the feet of game devs this is publisher shit at the end of the day or this is this is suit shit right like I, I don't think it's fair to lay it at the feet of game developers who are trying to make the best game they can who then get Told from up on high that they need to extend the uh, XP gain system so that they, so that people will want to buy the boosters or whatever. They're just doing their fucking. That's yeah. And when I say it out loud, they're just doing their job. That's some uh, that's some fucking was it Nuremberg trial shit. But still, uh, there is a limit to the amount of power they have, and they're grossly underpaid. So I don't think they deserve to to be fucking held accountable uh but yeah the suits the powers that be who push that shit they're fucking gross and they definitely deserve to be held accountable
0: and yeah like, for, for me the only one that I um know of that I've done recently was would have been NBA 2K 19 <clears throat> they uh that was bad yeah. yeah and I I reviewed that for yeah. Survivor um and I knocked it points down for that game. Yeah. Like that game that that series is like a nine yeah. every year. <laughs> yeah. But that year I think um, I'm one of the lowest on Metacritic at the moment. Yep. It was like a seven. I knocked it like two points for microtransactions basically. Which is <laughs> why they hold that shit back.
1: And then unleash. Well, no, it later they're, on, they're is... going
0: even harder with that. It's like the buy the ultimate editions and get yeah. the currency and all this shit. And like, I was reviewing that game, and I had people that were a higher level than me because
1: they, they must got have the game.
0: So much fucking money. Yeah, and then they do the tiered things of like you get to play it early and all this yeah. stuff. And like, I go into the the park and I just get fucking swatted at because like every shot that I put up just gets rejected because they're all fifteen points higher than me. And the game's not even out yet, technically. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. <clears throat> that's it. Like, I don't review a lot of stuff, generally. Yeah. But that's the last one that... or well, the one that does it the most, it's fucking terrible. And they, they're not going to remove it. It's, it's 2K's biggest game, so... It makes them the most money. Yo. Um, yeah. I, I don't like it. But um, I don't mind the cosmetic stuff. Like, it just means that... In the long run, you can help support the games longer... Yeah. If there's stuff in there that I play a lot, I'll I'll buy it. Like the Apex stuff. Yeah. Recently. Free to play game that I've spent a couple hundred hours in. I don't mind chucking the money. Yep. Alright. Was that all it? Alright. That is it. Cool. Cool. Um The Gap, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all those places. The Gap, G.A. podcast. Uh if you've got a bit of time, please rate and review the show. Helps so, other people find it. Um yeah. You can also find us on social media, which is twitter.com slash ga podcast, facebook.com slash ga podcast. You can go to our YouTube page, uh, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube. We've got modern warfare footage up at the moment. Um, nice. I think most of it went up. I, I edited it to adhere to the embargo or mm. NDA. We're only mm. allowed to show certain clips of whatnot, certain sections. Um, yep. I think I got most of the Elliot stuff in there. There's like one round one of the maps we didn't get in because we smashed him for way too long <laughs> and it was longer than <laughs> the allocated time right um but yeah you can go check that out uh, i've got about an hour of the outer worlds you can check out on there on this episode yep
1: i will definitely watch um
0: i don't normally put sound on because
1: i don't give a fuck i don't like, give a fuck what we're saying yeah, oh, really? <laughs> nobody nobody wants to hear what we're saying. But I oh, no. Yeah,
0: I take the sound off because I don't want to hear whatever's <laughs> happening in the background. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Maybe I should turn the sound up a little bit. <clears throat> but then you come to the problem where it's a game like that and you've got people, characters you're talking to. That we yeah. And then it's... In the background you, of yeah, us talking. It's, it's not fun. It'll anyway. Confusing. Mm-hmm. You, you can check that out. Um, Geopodcast.com slash YouTube. You can yeah. also go to our website thegapodcast.com it's got links to all the things we talked about uh, all the links we just talked about including past episodes of the show if you want to go check them out and that's mm-hmm. all thanks to our Patreon members if you want to help support the show you go to patreon.com slash podcast. thank you to everyone that does it every month you're the best muchly appreciate thank you and I think that is it have you got anything you want to shout out to this week no no shout out no. to the boys in PUBG shout out PUBG to Nations boys lift your game uh, lift your game lads
1: No, they get they get paid regardless they're doing the uh, Overwatch World Cup style where just being there you get a pay pack packet which is cool which mm. is good um yeah I'm I, I want ta- Chinese Taipei or Vietnam to win the Nations Cup that's my fucking dream yeah one of those two Taiwan number one um That's it. Now our podcast has been in China. My bad. Uh, Next week. This week. This week? This this week. week, This week? Yeah. Borderlands 3. Yes. Later this week. Later this week. Borderlands 3. And we will record it on a fucking reasonable day. Uh, Got sort of pushed out. I was stuck in some stuff for some extremely long fucking days on Thursday and Friday
0: that I did not see coming. But Yeah. Yeah yeah next week we have played a a bunch of Borderlands 3 mm. so we'll be able to talk about that we've got <clears throat> gameplay footage which I need to look at yeah <laughs> me too um, <clears throat> but uh, that'll be next week the week after we've got another one coming up are you want to say what it is uh, yeah fuck it Ghost Rico on Breakpoint Sick. so that'll be the week after yep. um, we got speak- stuff stuff is coming through we got stuff baby it's big, a lot of things happening. No, and um, you fucking leave. Yeah, and then well, Rainbow Six is is uh, soon as well. We've got the the major happening next week. Really? yeah, yeah. So that should be fun to watch. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm leaving. I, I don't. Have we talked about this?
1: No, I, I don't think, think so. we have. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Not on here Luke's, anyway. Luke's leaving Australia. He's too good. He's too. <laughs> he's too big for this small fucking town. Yep. It's going on the big city, San Francisco, inside of a month. Inside of yeah. a month? That's crazy. No, less than three weeks. You didn't even let me steal all your shit that you can't possibly take over, which is pretty fucking weak source, man.
0: Like what? TV. a blender? WRX. TV, TV I'm, uh, I'm selling. i am got to put it up somewhere. WRX? It's gone. should have sold it
1: to me for $1,000 and then gotten the fucking... Got the covered the rest with what?
0: <laughs> Who's covering the rest? <laughs>
1: insurance. Magic, magic yeah. man. Magic man. Yeah. Uh, it's easy. You know, just fucking work it out. I don't know. It's not my mm. problem. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's. It's crazy. Yeah. Going into yeah. So kit.
0: I got my visa last week. So officially, officially, no. This this week technically I got it this week. Right. Um Yeah. Officially I'm last out. last week. This week just started. We're still
1: recording. Okay. 15 yep. hours ago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're out. Uh, so that's a two-year visa? <clears throat> yep. Yep. Uh, looking to <laughs> stay longer. Respite.
0: If anybody asks, it's two years.
1: Yep. Uh, Wink. Yeah. Wink. <laughs> 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 Wink. Uh, yeah, yeah, so nice. uh,
0: I guess the, the main thing is that this will still keep happening. We obviously do this on the internet anyway. Yep. Um. I don't think anything will change except for when we record, which we record about lunchtime anyway. So, yeah, it just means it'll be later in the day for me. Yep, uh, and hopefully the latency won't be.
1: Oh, bad. sick lag!
0: Well, have such yeah. sick lag. We we'll won't be able it to out. play games together anymore. Well, that'll be a problem. No, you can just get a VPN. Oh, yeah, go on. and uh, 110 ping. So, to- you.
1: You're going to, you're like, what are you going to, how are you going to play games with fucking I think, winners in North America? They can't play PUBG. I don't know if you are watching the fucking Nations Cup, but you're going to, it's going to be uh, Chicken
0: Dinner City. Well, that's actually why I'm going over. Ah, uh, it's all coming together now. To play PUBG. Yeah. <laughs> i <I'm> back. <clears throat> I think games like Borderlands will be fine, right? That's not like a, yeah. um, that sort of stuff is okay. Co-op games and whatnot, but yeah, competitive games will be fine. I'll still be able to carry you guys. <laughs> anyway, stop, um, more to fucking, come.
1: Throws all these grenades at fucking tanks as they drive past. <laughs> yeah, I just
0: like to get, make the
1: game too challenging. Of course. It's a bit harder? Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's the podcast. Um, that is the podcast. See you later this week. Bye. Bye. Bye.